Hello and good evening, saints and ain'ts, and welcome to the Ratchicated Podcast. This is one of your three co-hosts, Donnie, bringing it to you, kicking it down to Petty Teddy. What's good, everybody? And I'm throwing it to Shader Kiss. It's a Shader. How y'all doing tonight? Tonight, we're going to start off by talking to you about wrong number text. Have you ever sent a text message or posted something that you did not mean to post? Did you get the wrong folder and everybody saw your business? What you done did? Shana, we're going to kick it to you first, man. What did you do? I've just sent, like, basic drunk texts, like, before. Um, sending my thoughts to the person um, and just having th that liquid courage running through me that just prompted me um, to send that those private thoughts and make it public. But past that, um, I had someone that their sister, I woke up in the middle of the night and I just happened to log on and saw my friend's little sister's breasts all over the internet. <laughs> and it was like at two, three something in the morning. It blew my mind because I'm like, like, is this real? Like, I thought I it wasn't real. And come to find out, good thing it was caught, though, because, I mean, it was that time in the morning. Not too many people had actually saw it. But, I mean, it still was viewed um, by some people. And, you know, people screenshot and things like that. But it was just like it wasn't as viral situation because it was caught at that time. But nobody knew. And it was more like, did you know that your sister has her bare breast on like fb right now she's like no and went on there and saw it and was like in pure shock and was Gary able to be taken down but, but it was something like she was asleep and the dude went in her phone and she had sent that to somebody else that it, when it wasn't him so what he did is sent <laughs> um uploaded it Petty. and posted it Petty. So he did. Hey, good thing it was caught. Yep, that was uh -huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's checked up. And that really tripped me out because, yeah, because she's just not that kind of girl. But at the same time, everybody got their little, you know, freaky side. But yeah, she got exposed. But you know, I mean, like that's horrible, and I would not want that to happen to anybody. But at the same time, no. areola is an areola. Like what? <laughs> an areola. <laughs> No, <laughs> you're you're such you so Gen Z. Like no, that's not regular. That's not regular. No, like she don't deserve that to happen. But like people need to not pass it around and act like it's a big deal because it's an areola. Yes. You already seen them before. You know, first of all, because we make sex such in the naked body such this oh uh, thing, and it's like. You know, you do have to get dressed every day. So you do it every day. And guess what? You're naked under your clothes. You're naked all the time. You know? That is hilarious. You're naked under your clothes. Did you know that? <laughs> your body parts. You know, they be acting like, oh my God, it's a butt. It's a breast. Right. And all of us have seen the former first lady's bush. Like Melania's bush was like splayed out for everybody. We already done seen it. So at this point, it's the stigmatized. Like, get over it. <laughs> that is that is that is the truth. Lord knows it's the truth these days. Uh you see it in broad daylight. It, it is the day, and people walk around dressed certain ways, um, acceptably. So it is the truth. It's just more about like when you are putting on a certain persona or you have 
just a certain image that's just it's just never cool to wake up to see something right. that you didn't do no put right. out there so it's more i think it's more about that True story. like you said that's revenge porn it's more about the intent behind it oh yeah that's totally type situation so that's i think it. that's what it's more like the shocking piece for me because it's just like that's not the type of young lady she was presenting herself as and what's done right. behind closed doors and everything that's people's personal and yeah. whatever they want to do should not be exposed like that unless it is hurting somebody but in the way that it was done it just tripped me out like yeah to, to know somebody like to, that it happened to and then also just knowing like the the embarrassment that came with it for her um but overall that that is something Listen, yeah. that's isolated, but that became a regular thing after a while. Like people just, yeah, that is nothing. Like you said, it is breast. Oh, it's, regular. it's so regular. It's like, so regular. Most other people's news now, like, oh, you think you going to cheat on me? Are you going to do this? And this, uh, and this wasn't I'm recent. Not. This wasn't recent, recent. So it was more at a time where it was like, uh, a little bit more shocking. I don't even think well, Instagram might have been popping because I'm lame with social media, so it might have been popping, but <laughs> it wasn't. In my mind, it wasn't even a thing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, Things are not a thing until, until I get involved, in my mind. So Instagram could have very well been popping, but to me, it was like, Instagram yeah. Was popping. It was already popping, I'm just going to tell y'all. <laughs> it could have been. Just because you was making it popping. See, that's what I'm talking don't, about. Don't do that, because <laughs> I was not talking about me. I was talking about it as a platform. Don't do that. Uh, Petty T, we know. We know how you run don't these streets. Do don't do that. We I mean, but you said it like the way... Your your indication, your tone. No, because I was talking about the way Shady Kiss was like. Until I get involved in things, and I pop it. It's been popping since like 2013. Like it's been popping. That's all I'm saying. It's been popping in my in my world. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, I'm just saying. Like yeah, as a platform, it's been popping for a long time. That's all I'm saying. It is. I we, we had to mess with him because we know how he be in these petty TV running these streets. I do not be running <laughs> the streets. I'm scary. That's all I gotta say. I'm scary. I don't be running the streets. <laughs> so <laughs> my rope number <laughs> ten. Next caller. So um right. I was not that so was my oh, there's lightning coming. Juke. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. So my uh, rise above. Two years ago, I had just gotten back from Vegas. I decided to go for my birthday. I get back. I'm running around. My pipes burst in my living room. I get that taken care of. And then I'm just, I'm on some other shit. It's my birthday. I'm trying to be in a whole other mind frame. Let's do this. And it was my 40th. So oh, wow, I hooked up with this dude who wanted to do some other type mm. shit. <laughs> you know, it was extra. I won't go into all the extra that it was. But when I left his place, I got to my phone and there were several text messages. I had happy birthday text messages and I had text messages saying, so how did that go? Are you coming over here? I was meant to be responding to the other person saying, so this is what happened. This is how this went down, blah, blah, blah. And like some, you know, light details in that conversation. 
What I didn't realize is I was actually responding to a text from my aunt that said happy birthday. And it wasn't until the second set of details that I realized I had already sent this information to my auntie. So like the next several text messages were like, no, 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 no. Like I just I just kept testing, texting her, no, 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 no. <laughs> And finally, my aunt responds back. That's hilarious. And this is funny. Says, Go ahead, Neff, son. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> but I was so dead inside at that moment. Like, the things that I had said to my aunt that I had done that night. Oh, that is hilarious. It, that is it was some gutter ball bullshit. The story never gets old. And my aunt was just like, well, okay. <laughs> and the next time I see my aunt, she just looked at me and was like, so. That's <laughs> an interesting. It <laughs> 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 was your birthday. <laughs> Baby. Honey. Yes. yes. And then I had to send screenshots of it to my cousin. Because it was like, I just sent this to your mom. <laughs> I can't. There's that. So we had a nice family laugh about that one. That's hilarious. That is. Yeah. Wow, boy. At least, at least I'm in a family that's like, well, okay, you know. Blood running through you, so they know. <laughs> you okay, know, they, they giggles. That's why they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Pretty much. That's they basically. Are. What's up with you, Patty? Or have you had some experience that you want to share? Um. So I guess I'll go with one time on an old, <laughs> one time at bank an old page on <laughs> an social media platform. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, accidentally uploaded the wrong picture. Um, I clicked, like, my hand slipped, and I hit the wrong, like, I hit the wrong picture to my story mm. instead of the picture I was intending. And, you know, mm. at that time, that platform took a while to load. So you were trying to, I was like, oh, my God, please hurry up. I didn't catch it in time. A couple people saw it, and I got a message, I guess, a message. And it was like, you mean to post that? I did not. I did not. I did not. <laughs> See, you said Instagram been popping since 2020. Did we? Okay. The truth came out. Okay. Now we Don't do that. Because who said it was Instagram? Mm. It was yeah, one your of, story. It was one of them phones that it goes to multiple. I said snap. story. I said story for internet purposes. It wasn't Instagram. Mm -hmm. Looking at my eyes. Looking at my eyes. <laughs> it was another platform, but we're gonna leave that for you to guess. Don't guess. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> guess, but don't guess. All right. Don't actually. Put I mean, there's only so many options, and Tom ain't on MySpace no more. <laughs> First of all, I, I used to love MySpace, MySpace. Okay. I didn't get there till late. Okay. I think my it broke my heart that MySpace left because that's when I was that in Black Planet I was actually really involved, very I much involved in Black Planet. 
I tried Black oh, Planet, but the, the platform was too unstable and it like it was slow and stuff. It yeah. was like new new year. I didn't have internet now, so that wasn't an option. But was young, but I was in college, so that's why. MySpace, yeah. During during college, let me tell you, MySpace, I had a new song every other day. New, I, I had a new song. <laughs> I, I was always switching people out of my group. Yeah, like up, you get bumped. Yes. MySpace was cold. They ain't never really even did nothing back like as nice as MySpace was. Like, I don't see but how MySpace did not outlive Facebook in so many ways because they were the same platform. I understand, like, Facebook probably was more stable and kept updating, but MySpace was the shit. Like, I felt like I expressed a lot more of my personality on MySpace. Oh, completely, because you customized everything. Like yeah. everything was customized. That's why it was so much a reflection of who each of us were because of that. Um, I think that it was more about the connections and money because they came from like a Ivy League school and shit. Like, I think it was just more about something different that had more push behind it to keep it relevant um, on a whole nother going down a rabbit hole type of thing. So that's the reason why. Click on people's pages to see their updates and mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily a feed. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I miss so it. it. So it was different for a different purpose, but it was it was more for us though, not for them type of control type of situation. It was more for us an engagement. It was literally an engagement tool. Like you literally were engaging with people. You had to seek out. I mean, it was all the same, you know, debauchery that you could make out of anything else when it comes to that. But it was just less control from the powers that be. Let me tell it. Like it was not as scripted and shit because everything was customized. Mm -hmm. I had so much beat poetry on mine. I had all kinds of deaf comedy jam, deaf poetry jam shit on. I mean, like, it was so dope, I swear. My MySpace page was... Uh, now, that's when I, it was popping. And so I think I have got, you know, got caught up in that <laughs> time when I was social um active. But yeah, I'm not good at all with it now. Like I'm, I also I'm pretty like good being it. able to take people in and out of my top 10. Like not everybody needs to feel like they're my friend at all times. Some people are. So it was a really. Know that. <laughs> I literally weaponized mine. Like, <laughs> I weaponized mine. I tell somebody, oh, man, like, oh, you done dropped out. People would be reaching out to me like, bitch, why am I in there? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I literally was petty with it. Like, and I'm not a petty person, but that made me petty. For I felt powerful. Look, you're out. Yeah. My space <laughs> I was like Nino Brown. to the petty. It was power, power to the petty. To the petty. It was the Had it shit. stuck around, I probably would have been a way more petty person now that I think about it. Petty, it's too bad it wasn't like still popping when you got to college. Like we're a couple of years ahead. It was dead by yeah. the time you got there. It was. Facebook was popping when I got to Facebook really became a thing while I was in college. Are you Gen Z? So no, like so Facebook had released. <laughs> I did not get on it until like a year and some change after it had already like been a thing and people mm -hmm. were talking, you know. And and I got on because we had to do something for one of our classes. And that's how I got on Facebook. Cause I was not gonna get on there. Like I was like Me too. Oh, I was so against getting on Facebook. I didn't want people having that much access to me. Like that's how I felt. I was I so like, no, I don't like them mother anyways. I don't need them being in contact with me. Yeah, I was yeah. That, I, was, I was that way I was, too. I was good. I still am. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I still act like that. But yeah, I got it because my best friend died. Huh? 
I post on Facebook, but nothing about my life. Just random shit that I see that I think is funny, and then I keep it moving. Like it's not, it's not for that. When I see people doing their whole political spiel and spilling their guts about their family and they depressed and why, ma'am, no, Susan, Stan, I don't know, whoever you are, ma'am, sir, no, ma'am, sir, <laughs> like, it's just. That's sorry, ma'am. Smurf. There's ma'am. No, ma'am. Smurf. Some people so, literally do, you know. And I'm in a weird, I know. I've been weird tonight. Um, Carmel. Carmel can't handle no money. So <laughs> one of the news stories going money. on right now. Okay, that high school, college campus. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we were talking about the funding, Carmel applied for a bunch of grants. There was a bunch of money applied for by the state of Indiana to fix roads or to do road and infrastructure projects. Mm -hmm. And among the projects that they've highlighted when they've talked about this proposal being denied is 116th and something, something in these shopping areas up in Carmel that's already got 50 million roundabouts. And they want to put in some more sidewalks in these rich neighborhoods and some more roundabouts. And they were told no. And I say, goody, goody, I'm glad you were told no. Screw you, you can't have your roundabout. 38th Street looks like hell. 82nd Street looks like hell. You got elephant traps on half the roads in Indianapolis. And you are applying to put a damn roundabout in for the rich folks in Carmel. Y'all can miss me with that. What y'all thinking? <laughs> How do y'all feel about this proposal? Well, you I don't. I support it. And it wasn't just Carmel. You know, it was other like down out south and some more. It was several affluent areas that had bigger projects that would have been funded through this money and to be very honest i say kudos for turning it down only because living here there are areas that are in way more need and i don't understand why that is not prioritized and i know we're going to touch on this uh, you know further in this conversation but with all-star coming here why would you not want your central part of your city to be amazing immaculate excellent um so the, the easy to navigate and just i don't know open <laughs> like why why wouldn't you want that like I, I to me that doesn't make sense so i'm like put the money where it actually matters which is in an urban area that you all have i'm gonna get started i'm gonna shut up i'm gonna leave it but go go off pop off go, go pop off because i mean this just supports the whole idea of the disinvestment that we see happening like now I hope people can understand the linkage between the disinvestment in schools and then I look at the disinve disinvestment of infrastructure. Like there are legit horrible, no sidewalks, but just concrete land and places where people should be able to walk to get to the bus. They need to rely on public transportation to get to and from work or to get their kids to and from school or whatever it may be. To even get to a grocery store because let's not talk about food deserts. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Like just to get groceries, to even catch two buses to get back home and eat. So it's like, there are so many other needs for infrastructure as far as roads like i think some of it, most of us live in a i won't say super affluent but affluent areas craters in the street what <laughs> yeah we don't right. live in the hood. 
I can go three streets over. I, I don't even got to go that many streets over, and there's between two hundred and fifty and five hundred thousand dollar homes. Why are there craters in the streets? <laughs> like, and I'm not talking about potholes. Craters, like my whole tire <laughs> fits in there. It's a tire. <laughs> I get it. I mean, my my dude was driving DoorDash not too long ago, and. He ended up with a flat tire because of some of the roads and some of the neighborhoods he was having to go into. He hit a pothole and ended up with a flat one night, you know, and I think there was some road I saw somewhere that it was saying it's costing drivers. Oh, over here on 82nd Street going under the 69 uh, overpass. Yep. That's not about right. The hotel. They if were saying that over there. Tear, tear your car up. <laughs> If you don't slow down, you're not looking, you get in that turn lane, you getting jacked. Like I mean, you are you are upset because your stuff is through. <laughs> it sounds like you gonna like crack a rim or bend a rim, not just have a flat no, tire. Seriously. You gonna crack a rim? Like, no, like it's, like it's bad. Like even when there's no traffic, you need to ride your brakes because it is bad. Like it's nothing but That's ridiculous. Like you just you're hitting every like, and you can't not hit anything because. There's nothing clear. There's right. absolutely nothing clear, not even the sidewalk. That's crumbling too. <laughs> and I can't say for sure, but that was not part of the proposal that was turned down. It was for these projects in these affluent neighborhoods like Carmel. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. But like you said, the disinvestment in the city. But, you know, so that's one of the issues that we're having. So when we talk about gentrification and disinvestment and where the money is going, what 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 are we seeing here in our city? What pro what what kind of patterns are you guys noticing here in Indy when we talk about disinvestment and those things? I think even when it comes to the um central area, I think that the only investing they're doing is because um they are moving out um, people who have been living there or um, for years um, from their families, just taking over the schools. They're improving things, but they're improving it for a different community um, to move in and take over. And it's really, I mean, it's gentrification at its finest. Um, and so that's what in their mind, when they, when you do say um, for them to improve neighborhoods, when they do start to invest in them, then they expect for a diff different demographic to be there and to benefit from it. And so, I mean, it, it's a double-edged sword, uh, sword when it comes to wanting those certain areas to be fixed up, because once they get fixed up, then they're moving people out um, type situation. Unfortunately, that's usually what happens. Um, and that's what I see when I was down there driving and working there. I saw a different change over the 10 years that I was driving, it was definitely different. Um, and the infrastructure and everything else was different though, because it was accommodating. Um, I saw businesses being put up. I saw a lot of effort being placed into those, but I also saw a lot of the people that once were there not being not there anymore. Um, so that's the sad part about it is that when you finally do see a, an interest and in an investment going into those neighborhoods, um, you also see um, the disinterest that they have for the people who actually were already there to be still there. And so that's sad to watch and see. Um, that there's people who have probably been asking for years for them to fix up and do things um, to rid crime and just be make it more safe. And they never did it. And now that they are over these last 10 years, 
is changed what the culture is over there also. Um, and so that's that's sad to see and hear, but that happens everywhere, unfortunately. Um, and so I don't see that there's any different. And then even what you were saying about the Carmel thing, those people didn't get that, but they still got what they wanted because they had the money in the first place. So they're still going to get their infrastructure um, the way that they wanted. They just had, they just came out of pocket um, or they went into, you know, their investments. They, they did bond investment it. for it. They, yeah, they sold bonds, yeah. government bonds. Yeah. So they still got, are getting what they want. Um, but it's sad to hear that they even had the nerve uh, to even apply or put it out there for them to get the free, the free money when they had it already. But that makes me have questions about sustainable community reinvestment. How do we, because logically, if I fix up the roads and people decide to fix up their houses or I give them money to fix up their houses, the property values go up. Property right. values go up. That means I can charge more for rent or I can charge more on property taxes, which is not a bad thing. Except if I don't do anything to make sure that the people that are there are able to sustainably pay for it once those increases occur, you know, it, it's not there. So there has to be some way to invest in the neighborhood and bring better paying jobs and do the neighborhood reinvestment at the same time. You can't just have one approach or the other. It has to be a, a, a two-handed action. You can't build up the neighborhood, but still require the people to have to get on the bus to go find a job that's going to pay to them, to allow them to still live in that neighborhood. Uh, I know that uh, I have family who work in this realm of work um, and a part of their company also does the um the social um, case management piece of it, where they, when they do go into communities to do that, they do uh, work with and assess the people that are already there to see kind of where they are and how they can be able to stay there. Like what are the options for them to be able to stay there? Um, and of course, not everyone will be able to. However, sometimes look, as Petty says, however, comma, there are some things that you, there's some people that you just don't want to stay in that because in actuality, they are the reason why there's maybe crime or there's certain things there. And that's the reality of it, that some people are not best to stay in the community because of maybe the company or or the energy that they bring to the community. And so some of those people aren't going to be able to stay, but in this particular um, person I know company, they really do assess and really work with them on a social level to be able to try to stay in the community once it's, you know, um, rebuild and seeing how different type of options is to make it affordable for them and sustainable. And sometimes it's for them to help them find another community that is um, still resourceful for them. And then other times it's like, this is not going to be for you, this new whatever community it won't be in your price bracket or you don't have the options for it. So, I mean, it's levels to it. So I do agree with you on us on the business side of things. It does make sense. And there are people who are not going to be able to um, roll with but the new program. Even with that, I think that's a part of our society that is different Western society. And I'm not going to say all African societies or African society is perfect and better. But, you know, you hear these stories about 
when somebody in the village offends, they don't toss them out. They surround them and tell them why they're good and about how they can be a better person and why they're a better person than the actions that they've committed and that they're not their actions. And the reason I bring that up is because when we talk about those elements in our community, are they offenders because of hopelessness? Are they offenders because they don't have jobs or they don't have training or they don't have support or they don't have family? So when we talk about, you know, even the sustainable reinvestment, we also have to make sure the services, the wraparound services are there, the mental health services, the job training, to make sure that the folks in the neighborhood do have an alternative. Because if they're not seeing or doing anything else and they don't feel like there's any hope or opportunity to try to do something different, yeah, you're paying the neighborhood and fixing it up for no reason if you're going to leave me here and still leave me in that. You know, so it has to be a systemic overall change. It can't be an isolated. It's just like when we talk about training, one of the things that Teddy and I talk about when we do diversity training, this is not a one-off. This cannot be a a one and done. It has to be a, a wraparound in some way that we not only talk about it, but we also practice ways to enforce it and reinforce it over time and not just okay, I had this training and you came in, painted my house and now you're gone. Have a nice day. You know, that, that don't work. It does not. No. Not at all. I mean, it, it's, a, it, it's really hard because at a certain point, if someone is stuck in to a cycle and, and just in a rut, it's also work that they have to be able to um be open to doing too and they have to be i don't know ready to receive you know the instruction from people that they may not trust or they don't know um because you can i mean working in in education you can tell someone how important something is for them and give them the tools and resources and they still may not show up and it may just because that's outside of their response that's not what they're accustomed to and so it, it may take several attempts as you were saying but some but when it comes to business that's not really how it works that, that's not the reality of it like they're not going to so that's the problem with it is that when it comes to learning people have like they have cow pass like they're on you know doing the same response that that's what they're used to that's what they're accustomed to doing and so it makes it difficult for them to receive the constructive criticism or even the direction and instruction for what they need to do to stay there because they and so it's only a certain amount of time that you are able to to work with someone when it comes to a business, building a community or whatever. I would take it on the business side of things. So that's that where it always the, runs into that problem because most of those people are not corporate or business approach. I mean, if you're doing a community based working with community based organizations, churches, if churches are actually fulfilling their mission, right. and not, you know, just popping up on every other corner so that there's 50 of them in the neighborhood and you know, it's the family business. I don't know what else to be. So I'm right. going to be a pastor and have a storefront church. Don't let me get on that. I come I'm from say, a church about family. To <laughs> so, you know, it's something I done seen a lot of in my day. It, it's the family business. So, but, it, you know, it, instead of doing that, if the churches got together, if the community organizations, you know, Indy, we've got 50 million community organizations. Petty Teddy and I do 
consulting for nonprofits throughout the state. It's 50 million nonprofits out here trying to do something. They all trying to work in, in the community. And instead of us waiting for the government to show up and save us, there's already folks that are on the ground, boots on the ground, making it happen. But that's where culturally responsive everything, <laughs> like not just pedagogy, but culturally responsive initiatives in the community. Why, if you acknowledge that these folks aren't going to trust you initially coming in, okay, what do we need to do? Do we need to work through the community organizations already existing and the people there? Okay, but then, you know, we don't do that. We we find every other way to, to make it happen or try and rely on the state to come show up when our dear state is too busy trying to legislate who can be trans and who can say gay and talk about it and when. I saw that I wrote, Teddy. Go ahead, go off. So... That's actually a perfect segue, a perfect segue to a new segment we're going to have every few episodes, folks. For you saints and aints, we know all of you will need a chance to vent. We're going to have a new session. I don't know what we're going to call each other. We're going to call it pop off. What What's happening? Like, it's Listen, just our chance to pop off. Pop, pop off. off. Because sometimes we're going to have pop up to pop off because we're going to have people call in to pop off. Yes. So yes. Yes. I I got a few folks that are already itching at the bit to call in, but but yeah, people I do too. <laughs> like that freaky episode. That everybody that's listened to that freaky episode has decided they want to call in and talk. And I'm like, this is not sex, sex lines. No. We are not right. Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. We have different topics we're talking about. Every episode is not gonna be whips and chains. Y'all some freaks. Y'all just want to know what I'm getting yeah. into. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need a separate podcast strictly for your inhibitions. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing them out the window. We you call know? that OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we call that OnlyFans with a subscription. That's uh, your face. Like yeah. and subscribe. <laughs> they want to hear all the stories. Freaks. Yes, I bet. <laughs> The freaks come These are the tales. Like, the freaks. You tales. know, I met at you. I got them. I got a whole book of stories. You all book, but don't you? Children, get out your popcorn and your marshmallows. Um. So Teddy, he does not represent all off? of us. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to be canceled. <laughs> his, his Donnie, Donnie, Doctor Donnie. He's ready for his patient. Uh, Bruno knows the truth. I can't get canceled. I'm too old, too young to start <laughs> over, too old to ignore. <laughs> That's a good way to think about it. I can't. You know, so I don't do cancel. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's what gonna pop off? Who's ready to pop off? Pop but off. now you got me, you gotta start a pop off mode because you over here with the freaky tales. <laughs> pop off on that mm. uh, I mean I you would say me to... yeah, yeah pop off I it don't you going. know I'm in the middle of trying to finish my comps my qualifying exams I'm overthinking everything under the sun 
I'm reading everything two and three times. I'm tired of looking at books. I'm sleepy. Every time, like, I'm reading all day and I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. And I keep trying to figure out, am I depressed? Is it this? Like, why am I trying to sleep so much? No, because I'm reading and my brain is just like trying to like keep everything together. Meanwhile, I got my mama walking on eggshells. I don't want to bother you. I don't want, ma'am. Right now, I'm not working. I'm just working on consulting projects that I can shuffle around. I have four months to finish a couple of them. So I'm not in any kind of crazy hurry. What do you need me to do? Because when I know that you're done and secure, I don't have to worry about it. That's one more stress off of me. Otherwise, me worrying that you over here acting like you don't need nothing because you think I'm too busy, that ain't working either. You're not helping me help you. So, like, that's one. Then I got my daddy calling, and my daddy is not in a good place. He he on his own other, like, raising your parents aging parents at this age being middle-aged so to speak an elder millennial with these aging parents who need to be taken care of mentally emotionally and physically is exhausting meanwhile i'm the only one every time i talk to one of my siblings every time i talk to one of my siblings i'm trying to figure out which one of us is adopted i've already had a dana I know for a fact that I am my daddy and my mama's child. I have not had one on my sisters, but I need one to prove that they do not belong to us because they're crazy as a fuck. And I don't understand where the shit, like half the time when they say stuff, I want them to say it out loud. I want them to record it. Say it again. Write it down and read it back your damn self because that don't make shit worth a sense. <clears throat> but... They're my older sisters. And I believed growing up, at least one of them was smarter than me. That really was my thought process. And now as adults, I think she smoked them brain cells. And I want to know when and where and what she smoked them with. So there's that. And there's that. I'm trying to interview for these jobs. I'm getting these lowball offers that I'm laughing at folks like, you're funny. That's cute and entertaining because that's not happening here. Meanwhile, <laughs> my dude just started a job and he on some bullshit too. Only because he's just mm -hmm. like, you know, people get stressed out when they start new jobs. They, they get stressed out. They got a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And they just lose their mind for half a second so he's just been getting this face from me lately the the uh -oh. okay you you special as a fuck right now you know it's a good thing i love him it's a good thing i love everybody <laughs> like that that's my pop-up that's how i'm gonna end it it's a good thing i love everybody i don't even have time to get to indiana being on some bullshit and the laws they're trying to pass. I don't even have time to get on the bullshit coming out of Marjorie Taylor Greene or this uh, Ruma Swami that has now announced that he want to run for president. This new the this new dude that's popped out is a biotech millionaire who calls himself <laughs> the godfather of anti wokeness. And I'm oh, not even saying that I'm not like. <laughs> 
even as a diversity professional, I will say that wokeness and sometimes mm -hmm. does go a bit too far. And it I see why these people find it confusing. I, I'm not for wokeness. I'm for being conscious and culturally responsive and respectful of the people around me. You know, I don't know what they're even considering to be wokeness or why they're anti-woke. Like what? <laughs> what you are when they say woke. You know what pops in my head when I hear somebody say woke? Them hoteps. A hotep. Y'all know what a hotep uh, is? Yep. Mm -hmm. they, they got an ankh around their neck. They only wear African fabric and clothing, and they ain't never been to the motherland a day in their life. You know, hoteps. Um, that's what I hear when I hear wokeness. And so I don't even have time to go there and to think about those things with all the stuff I have going on in my personal life. Somebody asked me the other day if I watch the news. Hell no. I can't right now. Like when I get through a calls, I will turn on MSNBC, CNN and see why Don Lemon got suspended again with his angry. I need some detach. He made a comment about his co-host not being in her apartment, apparently. He, he <laughs> made a comment about um the the Nikki Nikki Haley. He said Nikki Haley isn't in oh, her sorry. prime. She's yeah, 51 and they took it as a sexist comment. When I heard it personally, I thought he meant she hasn't been governor for a little while. She hasn't been ambassador for a little while. She's been kind of out of the spotlight. And now she wants to come out of nowhere and run for president. She should have done that when she first stepped out or wasn't governor anymore. That's how I interpreted it. And then Whoopi Goldberg went on about it and she said he was right. She ain't in her prime. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how he meant it. I know how I heard it. And then I saw he got in trouble. But guess what? I don't really like Don Lemon anyway. I think he is a little bit too sedity and full of himself. And he needs an attitude check. And clearly his man ain't giving up. Well, there's that. <laughs> uh, you're a pop off. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the way he been acting in the, like his man, clearly he ain't hitting it right because he act like he need dick in his life. I mean, oh, I fold it. Come out the booth. Come on. <laughs> just... Somebody said, turn my mouth up. <laughs> right, right. I'm like the right now. Okay. Pop up. So, pop yeah. Off. Okay. There, there's my pop off this week. Yeah. All right. My pop off is just similar. Just tired of wearing all the hats and having to wear them well. I think we said I have excellent exhaustion. It's like I am tired of everything. There was expectation of excellence with everything that um some of it due to my own standard. But it's how I was raised, just the expectation um, that I represent more than just myself. Um, so you just be mindful how you show up. It's just the constant, always, what did you say? Just sometimes, can I just be basic and that be and that be excellent? Can that just be good enough? Um, no black that type of energy for today. Just black regular, yeah. regular. <laughs> regular, regular. Please, black basic today. Please, let me wear basic black. And so it's just 
is that um, I am a mother and I am trying, I, I am going to raise a strong black man. Um, however, I need to be in the right mental space because sometimes yeah. that's yeah. where you can go awry with parenting unintentionally is because you don't be in the right space and you don't acknowledge um, what you need to be a better you to pour into somebody for them to be a better them. You just expect yeah. them. Again, it's that excellence. Expect them to be excellent when you're not even excellent. You're exhausted. And I'm exhausted, actually. And so I'm giving myself permission to say it. So that way, if I see it, I say it. And so that way I can make something happen with it. Because in reality, it's just... It is the exhaustion of always working to be excellent, always working to be greater than what I'm showing up as. And sometimes it just be nice to be accepted and feel that this is good enough. And so I love that right now, at least in my space, that I have created those boundaries because I've recognized I'm woke in my own house. I want to go to sleep, but I'm woke to know <laughs> that it's some stuff that I'm just not going to take. So, Stupid. So within my household, I'm getting the energy that I need to fuel back up because I have explained and articulated what I need in order for them to be great. I need to be able to come off the stage and it'd be okay. Um, and I am going to do my best to give other people the permission to do that as well. Uh, when I do talk to people in my tribe and my friends, being able to make sure that that that's a culture that I'm creating with the people I'm dealing with because it is, it's exhausting to always feel, especially when you are a professional, when you are someone who just wants to show up and be a better human being. It's just like that, that takes a lot of courage and just a lot of energy every day to be consistent and with that. And it's just a lot. Um, and like I said, some of it is me doing it to myself, but with that, just like I said at the plantation, I retain myself. So I, fire myself and I am pulling myself off of this stage of perfection to say okay next caller somebody else can take you know take this show I'm where's my understudy because I'm sitting down and that is what I'm trying to give myself permission for because I'm tired boss wait and do so, we have understudies where's mine where he uh, at? I'm, let me tell you like, where he at you gotta summon them but i have uh literally just been exhausted with the excellence just the expectation of excellence in every which way that i look um and like i said i created some of that for my own standard and how i was raised and what i expect of myself and those around me but i'm exhausted with my own expectations so it's just like that is what i'm popping off on is like people please give yourself the permission especially if you have the nerve to be pouring into somebody just know that that might be very um very bland so you're not even giving your best your best flavor so take a pause for the cause it's okay i shade a kiss with the kiss give you permission to be basic black be basic whatever color you are go to your primary color baby and just we ain't got to be no exotical colors and no special blends just be basic just for a little while so then that way you're when it is time to pop off it's the right flavor it's hmm, really because I know if I'm tired and the energy because I'm empathic, the energy I get from other people, we just tired and it's okay to be your primary color. It's okay. It's still good enough. Primary colors is what sets the tone. It is okay. And so I'm telling it to myself, but please hear me when I'm saying it to me that it's okay for you too, because that is what I'm popping off on tonight because I'm tired. 
I'm sick and tired of being tired. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pass the airways. Petty T, please. Tired of sick, tired of tired, tired of being sick. I guess, I guess I'm tired, sick and tired. Guess I'm popping off. Um, my first pop off is gonna be part of a topic we already talked about. I just want to add, we need to probably stop giving police more money because crime ain't going down, and that's not helping either. So you're going to invest it back in the community. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm just saying. Crime hasn't gotten any better, and y'all keep giving them more guns and more money, and guess what? Still not getting better. So how about you put that money in community? All right. Um, I'm popping off on, listen, like y'all, I'm tired. I have, <laughs> it has really set in that while I am great at many things, I no longer care to do all of them by myself. I would rather outsource many, many, many activities in my life <laughs> because I'm just, you know what? I just, it's giving, mm -mm, get somebody else to do it. And that's where I'm at with my life. I just don't, <laughs> I, just, I just, I don't want to. I'm tired. You're I'm it was cool. I'm just curious. Yes, I would like to outsource my home cleaning. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm done with that. Check, checkmate. Um, okay, I would like ahead. to outsource cooking because uh, I I don't want to do that anymore. I just, <laughs> just cook yeah. my home cooked meals and let them be healthy. I'm great with that. I ain't got to touch a fucking thing in the kitchen. Yes, I said that for F-bomb. So. Um, drop it. Also Ooh, drop one of your bombs. I also need a personal assistant because keeping up with myself is raggedy. Like, keeping up with myself, like my appointments, my meetings, my calendar, trying to get new business, you know, teaching, trying to finish this damn doctorate. I, you know, keeping up with myself is a lot. And then to have the nerve to want to have a social life, I need a personal assistant. Somebody help me, Jesus. <laughs> The struggle is real. It's real, all caps. So, yeah, I'm trying to get like another project or two, mainly just one because I really don't want to take on no more. <laughs> mainly just one. Like, let me go back to my truth. Melissa, that's paying decently so that I can hire a personal assistant because that and I have somebody clean my house is definitely like the first two things. I need an assistant and I need a housekeeper. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That is it. And I'm good. Um, I'm also trying to progress in my PhD program. That's very ghetto. Do not recommend. Um, and I don't care. They <laughs> I'm not talking about the program. I'm talking about the PhD. <laughs> Listen, it's very ghetto. If you don't have like five to seven years of your life to commit, don't bother. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Um, but trying to get through that. So that's, of course, more mental energy than I care to extend at this time. So that is definitely interesting. I just turned in my last round of edits on the proposal. So I got the thumbs up to move forward with the prospectus and all that other crap. So that will be getting done. So I can apply for IRB so I can actually start data collection because I am graduating this year because I can't do this one more. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I can't do this one more, Curtis. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> I can't do this no more. Okay. Okay. I cannot, Curtis. Like Larell broke up with Jimmy, I am breaking up with school and I cannot wait. Jimmy got soul. Listen, school took my soul. It ain't got soul. It took my soul. You can't break my soul. <laughs> tell everybody. Y'all through. <laughs> We love you, L'Oreal. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot tell you how many jobs I have quit 
<laughs> and the day that I left, I played either Dream Girls or like some song on my way out the door. Like I'm walking away. <laughs> so dead. Uh, every time, and it has been glorious. I can't um, think of a job I have left that I was sad to walk away. I'm trying to think. Um, I'm also trying to, yeah, and also like personal healing, you know, that has its own little like category while you're trying to better yourself. Like you're doing all these activities, but then on the side, you like thinking about like your character, you know, who you want to be, who do you want to present, how authentic you want to show. Like, you know, there's all that stuff that be going on on the inside. Most definitely. With some folk, Donnie be like, it is what it is, fuck it. (laughs) You know what? You already know. You know that is a constant struggle in my head. And then I I wake up and I say, fuck it. It is what it is. (laughs) Like, But like that is that is also a very ghetto process that no one ever prepares you for. And I don't know why we don't do that. Like, why don't we prepare each other for this journey of self-discovery? Because, well, we don't want people to discover who they really are because that means they're no longer in the matrix, but that's a whole nother se- segment for a conversation. Okay. Oh, I'm about to say, don't get um, me going. We're not going to go there today. No. Um, but like, we don't tell each other, we don't talk about that process and just like what that, realm of self-discovery looks like and what it like truly entails and the the weight of doing that work on top of like your everyday living like at like that is some shit that like you just be like wait a minute i need five minutes don't ask me nothing don't look at me i don't want to hear my phone go off tv off i just need to sit and be leave me alone that's why i said baby (laughs) you have to take a pause for the cause because it's just team too much you do like i will say last week I took, or was it this week? I don't even remember. I want to say it was last week. I took two days. Like, I just was like, you know what? My body ain't got it. I'm tired. I know I'm supposed to be doing this, but I just don't have it. And I literally chilled for two days. I was exhausted. Mm. Like, my everything was like, yeah, do it if you want to. And I was like, nah, I don't know what that means. You're going to try to fall out. And I ain't, ain't got time to be falling out. Health insurance. <laughs> it's a whole nother conversation, too. <laughs> we don't have the money nor the time to be falling out. <laughs> no, we do not. None of the above. But you know, uh, right now I'm on the government dime, so shit, why not? This is, I mean, but then we talk about these, the state of healthcare. And first of all, yeah, yeah no. the, it is. because culturally, culturally responsive approaches in healthcare are what? <laughs> Earth is so good. I, listen, as that song says, Earth is ghetto, I want to leave. Can you beam me up? I am out on the street by the corner store. You know, the one on 15. It's so ghetto. <laughs> it is very, 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 very ghetto. Okay? It I, is. Do not, I do not recommend, like, I do, the yeah. aliens to look at us and be like, oh, and I'm be like, I feel you. It is very I ghetto. do not support this. I do not. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Can we get some new people in charge? Because this is not working for me. Like, this is like, not working. <laughs> Can we start over? Like, 
I don't know if any of y'all have watched Ancient Apocalypse. Can we get a snowstorm and like a small segment of us actually survive and we can start over? Because this can we have a snowstorm because it's just not giving. No. Can we freeze some of these people out and just like, I don't know. <laughs> if the apocalypse or the rapture show up, I want to be one of the first to go. I'm not trying to do that either. Listen, That's and I'm gonna like, can I get my ticket now? <laughs> right. You want VIP? Like, uh, can I get first round? First of all, I'm gonna me and Jesus have a conversation. I'm like, don't you leave me down here with these ragged people because you know you I have, cannot do this if you leave me I'm going to show my ass like bro yes, let I'm me holler it. bruh everybody be trying to talk to you don't leave me here you know, to talk. like, like you talk already done made me spend this long down here and now you want to leave me with this bullshit <laughs> come on homie now don't get like, me wrong I ain't, trying to, I ain't trying to check out early now I want all the years that are promised to me I'm gonna uh, okay alright see you have to alright cause you know God, he a funny guy alright now let's listen I said I want to be clear I'm I want all the years I'm trying to go through the tribulation if that's what's let's showing up the language. if oh, that's what's showing mine. up like if that's in my lifetime we can cut it short but if it's not <laughs> in my lifetime I want all my years <laughs> like <laughs> give me all mine please all I know is Lord when you do come back can I? I want to be like Donnie. Let me be in the first wave of people. I just yes. want to be caught up. Like the song says, I just want to be caught up. up. I just want to be caught, caught up. Let me. All right, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I am being cool and saying I want to be in the first round, but let me be in, in the rounds because in some of the stuff I think back in my mind, I may not. So I just rather be just a part of. Like even if you waited to the last round because you like, let me think about it. I just want to go. Please just take me. Yeah, the first round would be nice. I know I'm going to make it because why? Because now I am living the life that is promised to me and I'm using the (laughs) gifts that have been given to me. So I have my entry, baby. My name is in the book of life. (laughs) Speak over it. Speak over it. I am am declared. I am in the book of life. (laughs) Speak life over it. No, you know, I I saw the stand. I said, just take me like I said, very ghetto. Like, this what? is already ghetto, but the stand look worse. I'm not trying to be here for that. And I'm going to trust. I mean, it's all, it that, is bad. It's you know, bad. I had a praying grandmother, so I'm trusting <laughs> that my name is in the book. Grandmother. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the truth. I, I, I have full in my soul that I have committed, but um, yeah, I just, if it's not the first round, Lord, don't let me get to be being a bully. Just make, take me in one of the rounds. I'm good. I know I'm going. I'm gonna be like, listen, you just let me know where I need to be and what day, what time. <laughs> Tap it. on me, Lord. I just want my instructions and I will be there. Tap on me, That'll please. The one time I will be on time. <laughs> just like order my steps. Just order me there. I will not get left. Wait. Y- y'all heard that. This man just submitted himself. <laughs> like, I ain't never know nobody in my life. <laughs> ain't never on time. To nowhere, to nothing. <laughs> to nowhere, Let's to nothing. Kill him an hour in advance. You gotta trick him. No, seriously. <laughs> but this is this the sad part. I didn't used to be like that. I used to be early. I used what? to be early. Somewhere what flip you switch? Way, to be honest, somewhere along the way, I I won't say I lost the concept of time, but I think I lost the concept of what it requires for me to get everything together mm-hmm. i still have not like i don't know why like i still think i can get ready in an hour and i don't know why i should be able to get ready in an hour there's no reason i shouldn't i don't Ooh, know that's, that's my man he just don't even care really i feel like he don't care but he might feel like you like i don't know when this happened mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's like i can wait an been... hour no pretty boy floyd you cannot you're not we've been on our way to somewhere or supposed to be somewhere and i will call him hey you getting ready? Now, I'm already showered. My clothes are laid out. 
I just haven't put them on yet. Right. I call him. What you doing? Oh, I'm waiting for my clothes to get out the dryer. (laughs) Then I'm going to hop in the shower and I'm like, dude, we got 45 minutes before we have to be there. Like, I was planning on leaving in 15. What are you talking about? Your clothes are still in the dryer. In the dryer. It's like, what? (laughs) Like, Like, and I don't, I'd be so confused because I'm like, wait. What did you like? What do you mean? (laughs) And then, like today, prime example, I had a meeting. I was ready. I left my house in enough time and still barely got there. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, my outfit was already laid out. I already had everything packed and ready to go. I don't understand what I don't know what. what. And like, it kills me because you and my dude. So the boyfriend, he always is on me. He has no patience. So even though I'm always on time, he still feels like I'm late because he had to wait at all. But this dude is never on time himself. He just as bad as you are. Like, I don't know what y'all be doing because he'll mess. Oh, I'll be there at one o'clock. And then at one o'clock, I get a text. Okay, I'm leaving in 15 minutes. Then I get a text at 120. Okay, I'm walking out the door. What are you doing? Like <laughs> now, in my defense, at times in the last year, I can only say over the last year, it's been my stomach. Y'all already know what I've been dealing with with my stomach. So in the last year, I can say that that has been a large contributor to a lot of times where it's been that you about to leave and your stuff be like, "Oh, you leaving? Uh oh, I can't leave." Yeah, that's been on the way. But before that, yeah, I just, I just don't know what happened. <laughs> what happened was. And those other times, I just don't know what be happening. Sometimes I really just don't be prepared. Other times I really do. And I feel like, I don't know what happened. I was prepared. Like, like today. time vortex somewhere around you. That's the, And that's my issue. I really don't have good time management. Like, I have time management ask. But for, like, everything else, not so much. You've used all, you've used all of that. <laughs> You're spending. I think it's all it's ex, it's all uh-huh. expended during doing my yes. tasks and <laughs> everything. You're like, uh, well. Because I can literally, like, I can I can knock some tasks down and, like, have them. Like, but when it comes to, like, the other areas of my life, I just be like, you know, I don't really know. That's, why that's, for, that's for the help. help. That's, that's why for the help to help me. <laughs> that's for the help to do. I don't have that's the energy. Why, that's why I know that it is in my life plan to have money because that is for the help to do to keep people employed that need that that need the income. You giving back to the community like you would just okay. because I've been blessed enough to be able to do that. That is yeah. what I know is in my life plan because this is not for me. This is not for me. That, it's, it's in my ministry too. Mm. I just need a handler. <laughs> like I just need a my handler. Soul. Somebody to tell my me where I'm rich. supposed to be and when and like. Just make sure I'm there and tell me what I'm supposed to That's gonna be your personal assistant. There's a personal assistant. That's our personal assistant. Yeah. And maybe somebody to remember names for me because I also don't know who to hit. Like, no, uh, well, you, they can't be your handler. You have to be their boss. A handler is more, they're your boss. A personal assistant, at least you're the boss. Like politicians and celebrities have no, handlers. My personal assistant's gonna be telling me what to do because I'm gonna need somebody mm-hmm. to help me to keep me in line. Because I'm gonna oh. be like, I want to go over here, and they're gonna be like, uh-uh, get your ass over here. Yeah, <laughs> I need that. I, I need that. I need that. I think I highly intelligent people a lot of times are barely functional, and I'm one of them. 
So I need a handler to be like over here. <laughs> I want I want to someone to be protective in that right on that sense, but I want to still run what I need to do. And then I want once I tell you that, I don't want to have to keep going back and forth because then I might as well do it myself. That's when I want to be able to be carefree because I don't already gave you instruction on what I need to do. Just make it happen, Captain. That's how I feel. I Best still want to be the boss of Shalomar. I still, yeah, I want to be the Listen, boss of Shalomar. I just want to be able to, to chill, though, after I get everything and make it happen for me. Like, go be ahead. You know what needs to be just, now? I've gotten exhausted. I don't even have to be the boss anymore. I just. I want to be, I, I do want to be the boss of me, though. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to be the boss of nobody else, but I want to be the boss of S. Dot. I do. I, I just want to be organized and not tired. That's it. That's all. That's if I could sum it up. I want to be organized and not tired. That's it. Yes. Yes. That. All yeah. right. So, so uh, yes. this is the part where if I was editing, I would go ahead and play uh, Black Eyed Peas. I'm a B. I'm a B. I'm a I'm a, I'm a B because that's what popped into my head. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you no, know, I don't know. All right. All right. My brain is wrapped up in academia and I'm tired and my brain is just we, going. We all are tired. Yeah. We like, need to talk about we need to talk about that on a session. And yes, y'all get to hear me bring this up is this idea of like when your brain gets wrapped up in academic like spaces and jargon and engagement, it is very much different from the rest of the world. And I don't think people realize want no how part. much different it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. You guys, <laughs> like, before we get started this. Talk to y'all the I way that to I have, have tonight to, no. to be on this wavelength when my brain is yep. doing that. Let me explain to y'all. I just had to have them do a glossary of me of the stuff that they were saying because I'm like, what the hell are y'all saying to me? Like they were talking a whole foreign language and I had to make them slow down. I'm like, what? Because although I'm educated, the ratchet side of me, like y'all don't went to another level. Y'all left me. I don't know where we're going anymore. And they were just talking another language. I had to get them back. Like I need my cultural guides. Come on back. Come on. Y'all too you far know? ahead. I'm getting lost because so just know they're not lying. Like I am educated. I am below their education level on the on the pathway they're on. And they were talking a language was like, wah, 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 wah. And I said, okay, let's rewind. What are we talking about? Like the whole, it took a long time to start recording because I was like, explain this, explain that. Petty tried to get an attitude. I'm like, what's this? What's I did this? not. I was like, well, quit talking this foreign language. <laughs> but you know, it's like, like. a whole other vocabulary, y'all. No, it really and that's why I've been sleeping so much because my brain is like <laughs> it's been a while since we have to live in that space like on a consistent basis since coursework has been done it's been a while since we've had to live in that because it like when you're in it it's so interesting though to hear about it though so that we do have to have a complete session just talking about it because it is so intriguing but it's just they're doing a lot of also from them doing this pathway they're doing a lot of self-work too like along with this because they're learning so much stuff it's like just to hear them talk each time it's always something different that they are you know exposing me to so i think it would be a great session even bringing some of your friends in to maybe even speak from a different perspective than you two because you guys have very similar yet different but i know all the people in like in your cohort like you guys are from all different walks and stuff so I think it'd be cool to hear other people, not even maybe that already finished or looking to start. It would be nice to hear that because I do think that it's really um, awesome what you guys are doing. 
So. It's just I'm the whole time because I'm my where I'm sitting is facing my bookcase. Do you know the whole time that we've been talking, I've also been looking at my bookcase and making sure that I've pulled out all the books that I need to pull out to talk about, right? Like that all the names. It, it it's it's no, so yeah. all encompassing. And yeah, yeah. It, you get that paper and nobody can take it away from you. You know what? Y'all can have it. Fuck. I'm just playing. <laughs> See, this is we have to have a session, and this was kind of how Pop Off started. Is because of this very reason that Donnie was letting it be known, like I'm sick and tired. And then Petty jumped in, and they started talking a foreign language. And then once I understood, then I was like, "Shit, me too. I'm tired." <laughs> so, you gonna be there? Though. I am really to the point where I'm ready to be like, you know what you can do with this degree? <laughs> Watch Shay gonna be together. give her a year. Shay gonna be in the same program. <laughs> Speaking the I'm, same I'm, I'm trying to fight it off. Y'all, I am not off. mentoring no more new people. I am done. You better hurry <laughs> up. They're gonna hurry up. officially. I'm gonna take y'all out of retirement when I jump in. I'm really working y'all to become um as what they call honorary. <laughs> so I wasn't oh, what the honorary be. Uh, you don't want uh, well, to I will respect it. Okay, so see, this is what we're talking about. I will not care what others say. I will respect <laughs> it. I would drag you for the and be like, you kind of got an honorary. Name. I done cried and wanted to jump off the side of the road and all kind of stuff. I'm just gonna pull over and not even let them know that that's what I'm stopping for. And then when I start driving like bam. They're gonna be like, oh, EDD me. I don't even care, y'all. I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna be like Dr. Shader Kiss, and who get mad is those who ain't got it because I'm gonna be good. A okay. All right. Next caller okay. on the next session of Ratchicated. Ratchicated. Dr. Y'all have a great night. Y'all tune in. Tell your grandma, <laughs> tell your auntie, tell your mom. Don't tell your, your kids. It's too many. Yeah, it's not for not for the kids. Yeah, this is not for kids. Your sisters, your aunts, your brothers, sisters, your sisters, your play cousins, your play cousins. Definitely tell your play cousins. All right, because you might get caught up. So I don't know if you want. Yeah, be be mindful. Don't tell your baby mama because I might have been with you and she gonna find out. Don't be mad. All right, so next caller. All right. (laughs) 